Welcome to Drunk on Comics, also known as Sick on Comics, because we've all... Well, not just me. Josh getting over it, and you were sick the other week, so we're just passing it amongst each other. But besides... That sounds sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think it's because I keep switching the socks on our microphones? (laughs) Yes, that is exactly why. And and I keep sneezing on them too, oh, which luckily hi. I did not do that throughout this episode. We were almost gonna have to do one of our few edits ever, because I didn't want to blow out some eardrums as a giant high sneeze goes. However, you can listen to me when I'm trying to mock Lynn's and be her voice. Great. With the sick nasally. Yeah, it's awesome. It's super awesome. You should listen to it. It's great. <laughs> uh, but I did review Black Hammer issues one and two book that came out a while back but definitely a good one to pick up we also talked about some new pilots that are in the works some comic related pilots yes like like fighter pilots like <laughs> yeah television like television pilots <laughs> pilots of the television kind <laughs> they fly our minds um, yeah. we covered uh, Avengers Marvel coming back to video game consoles with mm-hmm. a very intriguing upcoming game. We also talked about a crazy legal misadventure that someone high up at Marvel is going through. Yes. And looking forward to a new beer that will definitely hit it out of the park. So everyone, grab something to drink or some NyQuil, whatever <laughs> will get you by, <laughs> and enjoy Drunk on Comics podcast, episode 241. When's our birthday? Yep, it's going to be caught very... Well, I'm trying to sniffle away from the mic, and probably my voice will not carry over either. No? So so does that mean we're going to talk to you and you're going to say things, but really there's just going to be this empty space? It's going to sound like this, (laughs) way over here, so you don't hear... I'm not even going to sniffle right into the mic. That'd just be for gross. Some, for some reason, when he gets a cold, he, his voice goes up three octaves. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, okay. So here's the thing that I was yeah. thinking of. My mind, <laughs> my mind works really differently. And no, testicles isn't even where I was going. I was, I was imagining Pinocchio because my nose is stuffed, and so like how Pinocchio sounded in Shrek, like, "Hi, look at oh. me." So yes. I was kind of doing a Pinocchio because of the nose, mm-hmm. which. Doesn't make sense unless it's Absolutely explained. Not. Doesn't make sense unless you're in your head. <laughs> yes, which is nobody wants to be there. No, not even Tony most days. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I my head is fucking just so stuffed right now. Yes, I'm, apologies. I'm not even happy, which I wouldn't be happy. I don't know, but I'm not happy. In addition to not being good, me <laughs> try to see once again my. I'm trying to cure my snotniness with booze. Yes. It's not really working. They're both having the same effect on you, which is the Loggy. lack of speech. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm about ready to embark on an epic trip. Yes. And I'm going to have fun for the next week. I will be gone from uh, the following week's podcast. But 
hopefully, no, I'm not hopefully. I don't want to bring the sun back. I want more snow. Oh yeah, because you got Winterfest coming. Yep, in a couple weeks. Winterfest is coming. (laughs) May or may not die then, but I am going to Disney World in Universal Studios. Yes. So I will be having... You're going to have to be our roving reporter and report the awesome new Marvel and Star Wars stuff. Dude, I'm going to be actually the first time ever... Yes, I will do that. But the first time ever, I'm going to be using Facebook Live because I and Snapchat. I don't really use, just because I'm going to be like, everyone, look at me! I'm having so much fun. Ah! <laughs> like you're a muppet. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for you to be that Michigander that brings the snow down with him. Well, like if when we you go, it just here, it's getting Dis- snow listen down to me. There. Disney is an amazing place. Yeah. It could snow around Disney, <laughs> and somehow true. magically there's just no snow it's getting true. into you, Disney. I remember last time you went, you talked about how they somehow... <laughs> there's no somehow bugs. no bugs in inside the parks the park. themselves. In our hotel, yeah. there were definitely bugs. Yeah. Like, not in the hotel. Like, the area outside right, of the hotel. Right. But in the actual parks themselves, there's no bugs. And I went to Animal Kingdom, and you think that it would just be teeming with... All kinds. Well, of... yeah, because down there they have like huge bugs. Well, yeah, because like, it's hot all the time. And mosquitoes yeah. and stuff like Zika. That's Zika. <laughs> oh my god, I love the way you said Zika. Zika. <laughs> and but yeah, they... like it's some kind of weird black magic that they yeah. do down so there. So I'm guessing the snow would probably be mm. the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also have little lizards that go around yes. all the time. Last time I was there it was probably like. 15, 16 years ago, and staying at my grandparents' place uh, down there, there were these little lizards just, like, they were fast as fuck. That was my goal the entire week we were down there is to try to grab one, and I finally did. Cute little, I don't even know what kind of lizards. They're just, like, geckos or something. Yeah. Yeah. But they were fast as fuck, so those were kind of cool, but then they are, like, an infestation down there. They killed, so at the, the trailer park where my grandparents had a trailer mobile home thing down there yeah the bugs weren't so much predominant because the lizards ate them ah the lizards were also huge and i know at disneyland they have cats yeah that they just let wander around their Mm -hmm. um park to control the mouse problem but then i was like i was picturing mickey sitting on like a throne with like pulling a highlighter and being like there can be only one release the cats (laughs) (laughs) all these cats are mickey's bitches no competition for me (laughs) gosh mickey that was a good impression (laughs) get back in your hole can't really do Donald. What's going on? <laughs> so I'm going to have fun, yes. for sure, but I'm going to get all of the South sick with my cold. Yes. I'm going to give them all the cold, and they're going to be like, the fuck, uh, oh, no shit, there's so many old people down there. They're going to die once I step off there. Oh, God. We're like they're 12 their... monkeys, like I'm the virus carrier. They're in their nice little quarantined state. Yes. Except Zika. Except Zika. <laughs> so Disney World's been quite a while. Uh, Universal I went two years ago for my cousin's uh, wedding. Didn't realize he'd get me tickets then. I kind of remembered now, so he's hooking me up with free tickets. So Nice. It's going to be sweet. We'll have fun. We'll forward. miss you. Yep. A little. Uh, 
Well, I, th- I, I have faith in you that you can hold down the phone. Oh, yeah, I know, I know I can. I can do this by myself. Well, good, because <laughs> I'm going to be testing you right now since I can't really talk, and we're going to see how you do running the show. Well, everybody who listens to our podcast knows that I run the show anyway, Tony. But I want to see how you run the show with just Josh. Oh. oh. Are you going to beat him up as much as you try to beat me up? Yes, more so. Because I could physically beat him up, too. <laughs> you don't I guess beat, don't know what's stopping me from beating up Tony. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like. Wait, <laughs> wait I, I thought Josh was almost gonna go towards the realm of, bitch, please try as if he's gonna be like, and I beat up women then to, yeah. to reverse that. that no. Thing. no, it's just best to say yes, dear. Yes, you yes, can. You, you can, can absolutely beat me up. <laughs> All you want, baby. Oh, God. oh, now I don't want to. I know. See, that's my self-defense mechanism. <laughs> Creepy. Um, so, before we get into any of the week's news, which there wasn't a, a, a super abundance of this week, I actually want to talk about the books I picked up this week. Book, books, one title, two issues. So I picked up Black Hammer from Dark Horse which is written by Jeff Lemire. Oh, my God, Lindsay bought a Jeff Lemire book. That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> so I was at uh, the comic book store the other day um, looking for something that they did not have, so I asked the girl working at the comic book store because the, our local comic book store is almost completely run by women, and it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but she told me the to pick this up. And they're on issue five right now, but I only picked up issues one and two. Um, so this book takes place in... Did you uh, did you give the title? I don't think Black so. Black Hammer? Yeah. yeah I, I said Black oh, Hammer. Oh, I didn't hear you say Pay it. Pay attention. Well, I was going to say, this is Josh's... This Josh is going to be a terrible week next week. Yeah, it will. <laughs> hey, did you just say anything? Because I'm yeah. just going to go on my own rant. <laughs> be a half hour into it, and I'll be like, are we recording yet? <laughs> Um, so this takes place in like a, on a farm in the middle of the country and it, it kind of, it kind of starts with like an, an older guy and he's talking to a younger girl who's sitting out on the porch smoking and you think it's kind of weird cause she looks pretty young and then you find out she's nine and that makes it super weird. Smoking? Yes. And then she flies off. She gets pissed and she flies off. So... You realize that, obviously, they're not just normal people. So what, to to sum up issue one, because it's kind of like an introduction to the characters, these superheroes that existed um, in a completely different time and place than our Earth somehow ended up, and they haven't gotten to how it happened, somehow ended up, I'm not sure if it's our Earth, but in a different place than where they came from. And they're stuck on this farm in this town, and they cannot leave. Like, they get to the edge of town, and they cannot leave. Have you guys seen um, Once Upon a Time? The show? No, yeah. but I remember yeah. seeing something You know, they that. can't leave yeah. their town, right? There's, like, a barrier around it. How long ago have you watched the show? Well, at the beginning. Okay, they I was going to say, because since then... Yeah, they've left since then. But at the beginning, they couldn't leave their town. Mm-hmm. There was a barrier. Time cut was kind of stopped yep. there. Kind of a similar concept, except it seems like everybody else who lives in this town can just do whatever they want. It's just this group of people, the older guy, the young girl, and then there's an alien-looking creature named Barbalian, which is a fun name. 
okay, so I'm, I'm kind of confused already. Yes. <clears throat> this group of people yes. can't leave the town. No. But everyone else can kind of go about their yes. days. Does that not make you think? Because it makes me think then that the rest of the town is like a Truman show. Maybe. Where they're all actors for the benefit of these few that are here. Does it explain that or not? May, I, I don't think that that's, but it could. Okay. I, they haven't really gotten into why, like, they've been there for 10 years. So this book picks up after they've been in this town for 10 years. And they've been hiding, like, concealing themselves. So nobody knows in the town that they're superheroes. No. I mean, I don't know why they don't, in the town, they don't realize that this nine-year-old girl has been nine for 10 years. Because he, her... Is it a town? It looks like it's a city, or is it actually No, this, a town? The, the beginning of the book that I just opened is issue two, and that's, uh, this is the city they came from. Oh, I see. Okay. It's this page. But in, in one, it starts off in the, and I didn't, I don't know why I didn't bring issue one with me for you guys to look at. Well, I think in rural America, <clears throat> children stay children for Forever. like 30 years. Yeah. yeah. And they just start smoking and swearing. Well, yeah, that's flying. Like, that's like at birth. So, it's, it the whole the whole issue one is is introducing you to these characters. It doesn't really tell you how they got there, why they're there. It just introduces you to them as they are today, not who they were in their previous life, just how, where they've gotten to today. There's a um, android in it, and there's a I can't remember all of their. They have such weird names. And a scarecrow. No. Cowardly <laughs> lion. I know. I know. Um, so the like there's an alien who's just kind of come to terms with the fact that he they're stuck there. There's a an robot type character who's been trying to get out the entire time. He keeps sending probes out and stuff and nothing is lasting. There's the um older guy who's kind of like he's okay with where they're at. He fits in really well. He's human. He just happens to be superpowered. He's human in quotes. I don't know where they're from so I can't say that he's actually human he looks human um there's the little girl who's actually a 55 year old woman the fuck's with all these people in that 18 <laughs> or she's, she's she's the nine-year-old girl is actually a 55 year old woman who's stuck in the body of a nine-year-old but would we say like because I don't want to like explain everything but does does it explain that She's been stuck there yes. for 55 years? Well, no. Or she reverted? So, issue two, which is the one I've read up to, this is, it's just such an interesting book. Issue two is kind of about her. And she, her powers, she was an orphan. She ran away from the orphanage. She walks by this theater, and this creepy dude gives her a ticket to the theater. And she goes in the theater, and the creepy dude's inside the theater, and... He gives her powers, kind of like Shazam. So mm. when she says his name, she turns into her superhero character, much like Shazam. Like, literally, <laughs> she has to say Zafram <laughs> or Zafram. I'm not sure how it's pronounced in order, and she's boom. It'd be hilarious if that's a medication or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Zoloft. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> so she says that, and she turns into Golden Gale, who looks to be maybe about a 13, 12, 13-year-old. So when she turns into her, she's older. But then as she gets older, 
she turns into the younger version. So, you know, just like in um, when she, with Shazam, he's a kid and he turns into a man. But this mm-hmm. is kind of the opposite. Because as she gets older, she still turns, when she turns into Golden Gale, she oh. reverts to a younger age. So as she gets older, and they don't really talk about this Wait, too much. are you saying like she keeps, what every time she turns back... She gets younger than she was no. before, or as her always... as her hero. Okay. So she has to say the word to turn yeah. into the hero character. She has to say the word again to transfer back to her normal state. Yeah. As she got older, she got to a point where she didn't want to do it as much. She wanted to. She stopped wanting to turn into a younger version of herself, until she got to her later years, and she used it as a way to stay young. Mm. I think until the point where she just stayed that age Mm. she always stayed her hero character because she was getting to the point where she didn't want to be old anymore right and then somehow when they got transferred to this alternate reality she must have been in her hero state i'm assuming it happened during a battle because they again they haven't addressed yet uh, in issue up to issue two yet um so when they trans when they got transferred to this alternate reality universe wherever they're at she got stuck in that age so now she's a, literally a 55-year-old woman stuck in a 9-year-old's body. So this issue goes into her origin story, and it shows her like getting caught at school, elementary school, in the bathroom, smoking. <laughs> yeah. And it weirds the teachers out because she's a 9-year-old girl who's smoking. Her grandpa, who's the older guy that that is part of the group, gets called into the principal's office to come get her, and... It's so, this whole thing. So, okay, people aren't realizing that she's nine years old for ten years. It seems like teachers would be noticing, all right, you gotta pass she's fourth home, grade she's eventually. She's homeschooled. <laughs> no, she goes to she goes to school. And I'm wondering because one of one just of keep the pulling her back every year. You have to fail the tests again. Well one of the one of the people that is part of this group, her name is Madam Dragonfly, and she's like she's a sorceress type. Mm. So to get um, Golden Gale out of trouble she goes in and she does some sort of magic on the principal, vice principal to get her out of trouble so I'm oh, wondering okay. if they use her powers I to like you. erase the fact that people know she was there the year before yeah yeah. they're probably using that to cover up a lot of stuff though. right and again, they haven't gotten into that yet. But all of these questions yeah. that I have after reading, like, do they use it on everybody in the, do they use the magic on everybody in the town? Mm-hmm. Where did they come from? How did they get there? Why have they been there for two years? Nobody realizes that nothing about any of them has changed in this amount of time. Because right. they interact with the people who live in this town. Yeah. So what's going on? It's very intriguing. It's yeah. very much a Jeff Lemire story where you kind of get to you resolve a question at the beginning and then you get to the end of the book and you have eight more questions mm. about what's going on. You know so. what I bet you could answer those questions? Issue three. Yes. I'm gonna I have to go pick up issues three, four, and five from the comic book store real soon so that I can catch up entirely and give you guys a, a better rundown of just hoping, though, what's that... happened so far. I dig the artwork on this. Like, well, yeah, the cover of issue two, that's definitely Jeff Lemire. That's a Jeff Lemire cover for sure. You can tell he's got a very distinct style. All his characters are usually very wafy mm-hmm. looking. Um, he doesn't actually do the art in the book, though. The art is done by um, Dean Ormston, and then the colors are done by Dave Stewart. So 
um, the art's really good too. Although I guess the the only thing I noticed that I thought was really interesting uh, to his art style was all the girls have really puckery lips, like they're kissing somebody. That's not how people kiss. Look, and, <laughs> and no wonder Josh has complained to me. <laughs> Josh doesn't talk to you about that stuff. <laughs> that you know of. We've become BFF since he's joined oh, you the DOZ. Do the he follows my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But other than that, little tiny detail. Yeah, they're very puckery lips. Yeah. Other than that very tiny detail, which isn't a bad detail, it's just something I happen to notice. Well, duck lips. The the art the art is amazing, and it yeah, and the writing of course is very good. So, if you haven't picked it up yet, go pick it up. Like I said, issues one through five are out currently, so you can just blow through them all at once if you want. That's the that's what I picked up this week. Nice. Yeah, you didn't. You've been busy. I know you haven't read anything. This yeah. Week. For, yep. For new job slash uh, little sleep slash uh, runny nose. Yeah. As we. But can. actually, I am kind of looking forward. So, with going back to my funness trip, uh, want to stay a little bit longer during the day. So instead of leaving in the morning, I took a later trip. Which then, instead of a direct flight back, it was going to be some delays. So. Mm. Instead of like a two-hour trip, it's a six-hour trip. Now that allows me more hours to be in sunny Florida. However, it's a longer trip. But even with layovers and everything, I'm bringing lots of comics to read. So I figured might as well use the time, whether I get here back here in the coldness of Michigan early or I just read on the road. Yeah. You'll have catch-up time? Yeah. Good. I can't wait to hear about... Every single review, every single comic you read while you were that gone. You will relish it. <laughs> <laughs> and we already determined that Josh doesn't read, so. I, <laughs> just read books. <laughs> no, you don't read. That's what she said. <laughs> they just uh, have to have Sesame Street somewhere in the title. Hey, I used to own Sesame Street books when I was little. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were yeah. great. Yeah, they Did you find books. them? What? So you found them. That's what you did, didn't you? My book of Sesame Street, or my box of Sesame Street books. That's what you've no, been reading. No, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> Do yeah. you still have them? Oh. <laughs> now we gotta look for them. No. All right. Um. All right. I don't have any other books to review, so onward to this week's news. Not a whole lot. No, but have you guys? We haven't really talked about Cloak and Dagger. Not really. And we have mentioned, though, it's going to be a TV show. There is a lot more um, plot points to what is going to be happening. Uh, They're trying to keep them as close to their comic book characters as possible, with a big exception. And it comes down to their names. In the comic book, uh, they're known as Tyrone and Tandy, but they're going to be known as Travis and Tara. Um, I don't know really the reason why. I mean, I, I guess don't know T- Tandy Tandy is a little weird of a That's name. A, there hasn't been a so Tandy ter- since like Tandy Newton. Yeah, and since he's come straight out of like the uh, when did they come seventies or eighties, I believe. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna have they're changing the names. Which Ew, That's I hate the, the name Travis. Tyrone is a way better name. <laughs> 
And it's pretty much going to uh, have its roots in the comic book series, so it's going to be kind of a love story. And, yeah. We're going to see how... It's not going to be part of anything that's been on Netflix. Uh, because it's going to... Uh, fuck. ABC Freeform. Yeah, and... Yeah, which is... When Freeform is... So, ABC used to have a channel called ABC Family, which is now called Freeform. Is it actually, like, a station, though? On the, it is a cable station. On, okay. It is a cable station. Because um, I've seen, like, a bajillion... Like, I have cable now, but I still have yeah. Netflix and Hulu, and there's all these free... Like, a Freeform show, and it was always the same fucking commercial for some paranormal kid, girl, whatever that yeah. they were... The overflow or something. Anyways, whatever that show was, I kept wondering what the fuck this freeform thing is. Yeah. Why? I don't understand why they're doing these things. Like, well, let it be main everyone. ABC. Well, ABC Family used to be um, exactly what it was called. It was like very Family ABC. Show it had shows on it that were very much focused on families, so they were also very. G and PG rated. Um, the only one I can think of, there, the only one I can think of that maybe was slightly skewered, slightly higher in the ratings of than PG was, I think, um, Secret Lives of American Teenagers was on ABC Family, which supposedly was a very good show. I never watched. It had Molly Ringwald in it. I don't oh, know if yeah, that means anything. That show, yeah. um, but Freeform is, but I think they're going to focus more on just a younger age group. With no, but Freeform. I'm just saying though, I. Well, if it is a cable network, because it, it sounded more like it's going straight to digital, like it's going to be an internet channel, right. much like Netflix and Hulu, and just like what CBS has done with their yeah, you can't whatever, get any other stuff on any other yeah, besides their website. You got to go to their website right. and pay for their fee to watch Which the means new Star. Never watch anything that's CBS. Right. Oh, yeah, and it's like, and it's their the new Star Trek is going to be on it, which there's tons of fans, and they yeah. know that, so they're trying to lure in all those mm. people just to try out their new thing. Now, if you have great shows and you can do that, awesome. But you're trying to compete with what Netflix has, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's never going to fucking happen. They're killing it with their originals. Yeah. yeah. And even if you had some great originals, fucking just put it on. Unless they can promise us multiple seasons for whatever reason. Which I know won't happen. If it doesn't work out on their internet platform, they're not going to make right. more episodes if it costs them to make it. So that's the shitty part. I just want shows that will at least have a beginning and end or a couple seasons. Netflix does that. They give the people their vision, mm -hmm. and they pretty much allow them to do that. I wish cable and regular TV would do that, just so that we're not disappointed. Yeah. Because I don't want to be disappointed... Uh, Damn it! I was gonna make a joke, but I can't even remember what the fuck show. What the, what the fuck's that? That girl? No, it's not even girly. That's the wrong white term. All of us? Not the Last of Us. Just us. You know the one where they all have the same birthday and everyone's been like crying over Facebook with it. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, the same birthday. Yeah, that's what the. I'm Is glad it a new TV show? Yeah, it was just like came out this past fall. Is it, isn't it, was it This Is Us? Yeah. Or something like that? I'm so glad you don't watch that. We can be friends. That <laughs> sounds like what, the what, most cheesy thing in the world. It has Colin Hanks in it, doesn't it? 
There's a couple of people yeah. in it that I don't know. have the same birthday and start crying? Is that every people episode? People start crying. People no, that's the that's, that's the, the, what hold, the glue that holds the show together. <laughs> Is that they have the same birthday? Yeah. So this feels like, like an ongoing Martha moment. <laughs> it sounded so stupid, but everyone... Is talking about it. So I, I did watch one episode at the gym while I was on because it was in front of me. So from what I could gather, the episode that I watched was all about um, like one like Colin Hanks' character was trying to register to vote and vote. Like he stole an I vote I voted sticker. He snagged an I voted sticker without voting, and everyone was giving him shit about it. So really, but, yeah. that's that's <laughs> that, the was that was his storyline. That was his storyline. But from what I understand, is there's these groups of people that the show follows, and they don't necessarily always interact. But each part, there's little parts of the show that are dedicated to each storyline, each episode. It's got like Mandy Moore in it, and I think that's the one. I dude yeah, from I don't Heroes. Even really know. Mm. Yeah, you know, I take back what I just said. No, some shows can get canceled. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited for Cloak and Dagger. I never read too much of them, but... To be honest, I didn't read just them, but when they would show up in some of the, yeah. the books, they they just had a great... How they worked together. Yes. Like having Tandy come out and just like throw her, her darts... Out of his the, yeah. void of his body. Yep. <laughs> And there was some, like, exploring of his void, and, like, one time when they went in and found out where people go to right. within the void. Like, those are the cool, just random side stories that they've explored. Do but you I know really... who Cloak and Dagger are? Like, have you ever seen... Never heard of this. So, Cloak, who is It's a guy who wears a cloak. A cloak. And when he ah. opens it, it's literally, like, a dimension to a, a portal to another dimension. Okay. And, and she will Dagger pop out of it... makes daggers. Out of light. Yeah. So it's like light and dark. Yeah. White woman, black man. Yeah. A cloak and a dagger. Yes. But, so, and he he can kind of teleport. It's He can teleport and mass teleport lots of people. So, yeah, and he'll, like, do his cloak inside himself and stuff. So mm-hmm. a lot of the thing, movements that in the comic book, the panels would be them coming out of, her coming out of, like, this. And, like, almost like they're up on the rooftop now with her peeking out and, like, throwing daggers, light daggers uh, that way. It's kind of how they worked, and then usually what always happened is someone would, like, wrap him up or make sure he can't do that and separate the two because yeah. when they're together, they... They're more powerful. Right. Their connection is so strong that they really, really, really just work the best together. It's, it's You can't... If you take them apart, it's like they crumble. Right. And it's, and it's actually... Do they have the same birthday? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I was about to start crying. <laughs> but it will, I will be happy to, to, to learn, because I don't remember exactly how they got their powers, but it, it's going to be a great show to hopefully explore that way. Like, watching Daredevil, watching Spider-Mans, watching X-Men, watching, you know, all these. Those are all characters that most people know. Fuck, even some of the obscure characters like Doctor Strange or Black Panther, those people I know. These are two like two duos that, like, I really don't know so much but yet i've always liked them right they're always interesting when they show up so um speaking of tv yeah there were a couple uh pilots in the works yeah right now yes okay that are related does that step on what you were about no to say? go okay. for it buddy cool. why, are you, why are you being nice to <laughs> her? i know 
he's scared of me. I I am. If you like, if you listen really close to this podcast, you'll just hear Josh whisper, "Help me!" (laughs) (laughs) Free Josh. Hashtag free Josh. (laughs) Um. So. First one is X-Men. Yes. A pilot is in the works. Yet to be unnamed X-Men, X-Men. pilot. It's um, <clears throat> is it called Legion? No, it is not called Legion, which is another one that... Well, Legion is a show. Yeah, is yes. going to be a show. It well, it's actually yet. already started filming, but it's, yeah. it's it, a show. It comes out soon, actually. Yeah, because yeah. there's a trailer out for it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, that's going to be on FX. This is Fox. Actually, I don't know... Well, FX is owned by Fox. Fox. Yeah, well, of course it's going to be FX or Fox, because Fox owns the rights to their media. Right. Anyway, so Fox is ordering this, producer 20th TV, um, and Marvel Television is going to be involved. Matt Nix, set to write and executive produce the pilot. Um, The pilot follows two human parents and their mutant child who are forced to go on the run from the government and end up joining an underground mutant network. Huh. Dun, dun, dun. Wasn't that one of the plot lines from Heroes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um... I know Brian Singer has... Um, Brian Singer, of course, directed the first two X-Men movies. Yeah, and, and he's then, on here as an executive Did he do the third one, too? I No, Brett Ratner did the third okay. one. That's yeah. why it was more terrible yeah. than the rest. <laughs> and then he went off to do Superman. Yes, Brian, Brian Singer, Singer stopped to, yeah, do to do Superman Returns, which... yeah. And he took... We all judge him. And he took Cyclops James Marsden, with him. Yeah. yeah. So then James Marsden died in the movie. Yeah. But anyway, Brian Singer wants to direct this pilot. Which oh, really? Because he's, he's on here as an executive producer, yeah. it, along with Jeff Loeb, and that's the only other name I know. It would have made me excited at one point in time about having an X-Men television show and having an X-Men television show maybe directed by Brian Singer. But I just... I'm a pessimist now when it comes to X-Men media. I can't get any sort of excitement behind any of them. Yeah, well, do you remember... What was the TV pilot? It was... It was about the... Yeah, ne- no, Generation Next. Gen, Gen 13? Gen, no, not Gen 13. No, I know what one you're talking about. It was with uh, Emma Frost running the school. There was a whole series on it. It was the the Next Generation. Was but, it in the 90s? Yeah. Or, it, yeah. it, it turned into it was supposed to be a pilot, but then it just they made it as a made for TV movie because it was yeah. panned. But it was supposed to go into being an X Men show, and this was like w- going to be one of the first shows. I remember staying up late Friday night to watch it. Yeah, what the fuck is the book where Emma Frost is in charge of New Mutants at the school? Generation X. Yeah. Why did I, we not say X? It was I don't Gen, know. I said Gen, Gen thirteen. 13 yeah. I, I think there I was barely, a show in the I 90s called remember it. I barely remember it. I just remember all I had to go on at that point was the X-Men cartoon, and I was like, oh, this is cool, except everything is you don't, wrong. You don't know any of the you characters. Know. Well, no, it's not only, only that. There was, like, the one kid, if we're thinking of the same show, but it sounds like we are, There's the one kid that was basically supposed to be, like, Cyclops where he could shoot rays from his eyes, but he also had the ability to, like, look through walls apparently yeah i don't remember i don't remember the that i remember uh dude uh chamber 
who had like no lore job. Oh yeah, he's in the X. He's in the X Men ninety two comic currently. Yeah, and like he was a big character, and then Jubilee was in there um, as well. Emma being the teacher, but I also don't know because during this time, I was younger. Yeah. It was the nineties, and I hadn't started truly reading comic books, so I don't even know what the next like made them have this different team. But yeah, I never watched it. But I don't was, know why I brought that up. But that was back when you would watch freaking anything that had to do with comics when it came out. Yes, yeah. there was just n- nothing. nothing. Right. There was the shadow. Oh, the shadow was good. There was the phantom. The shadow knows. Yeah. <laughs> I did like the shadow. That was a good movie. Yes. I had some of the toys. Well, that was an interesting blast from your past. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's another pilot. Okay. Works. Um, somewhere. Well, I, I I know that they're now in um, talks of or in development of doing a new Witchblade. Yes television series. It's so funny, I was about to bring that up. Which they had <laughs> tried to do in the past and they actually successfully produced a couple episodes of a Witchblade television series. I think it was in the early 2000s and I'm pretty sure it was on the CW from what I can mm-hmm. recall. Um, and it was not good. It's why it only lasted a couple episodes. Well, they, they it felt like they tried to make it as they do in my brother still tells me, watch Lucifer, I'm giving it a chance one of these days. But they're making it, they made Witchblade be kind of a, a cop show. And that's the, and they need to fucking stop doing that. Well, to I be mean, fair, yeah, she was Sarah a, a from, cop. yes, she is a cop. So but it sounds like they're doing the same thing. But there have been other Witchblades, though. There have been. And so therefore, pick one of those plots. Yes. I think she is the most popular character, Witchblade character, yeah. though. Um, it sounds like this newer one that they have in Dolba is going to be the same thing, where it's a cop procedural show that also has her donning, or her bracelet being the Witchblade. So, and having her Power Ranger suit. Yes. <laughs> well, barely. <laughs> I hope they make it a little more hard. Well, yeah, but you, you don't want to say... She's got a very sexy outfit. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't, I, that comic book in particular, I mean, besides the sex appeal, it was just so beautiful. Yes. What they could do with, like, that witchblade armor. And, like, when you would see it transforming. Oh, armor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, bra and underwear. Yes. <laughs> Metal panties. Yes. But when you would see it, like, transforming in some panels in some of the books. And just see it going over, and then like the what you get. Yes, true. It was very revealing yes. even then, but it looks so terrifying, badass, spiky. Like this person's gonna fucking kick your ass. Yes, they're, she... they're gonna go with a onesie in the <laughs> show. I hope if they do do it, they do. I hope if they do do it, um, they go with the legit witchblade armor. I mean, why not? If you're gonna do it, just fucking do it. Yeah, like go. Don't. I mean, it's going to be on NBC, so that's probably not going to happen. I can't so imagine. So Tina Fey is going to be playing this. <sighs> I love Tina Fey, but God, no. <laughs> Please. This this really should be, though, an FX USA type show. Because there's been more and more, like, Cable's gotten a little bit more darker. I yes. mean, 
when we look at the Breaking Bads, the any other show, Mad Men, like the well sexualization and at least Mad yeah. Men and everything. This is where that that show fits. It's not on a family. Everyone no. should watch it. No. And as I told you guys off the air about watching that show, The Magicians, like that's adult Harry Potter with some very gratuitous sex scenes yeah. in the show that I'm like, damn. But <laughs> this is like the fan fiction <laughs> I wrote. <laughs> Hermione, did you, ever, did you ever watch Harry Potter and think it needs more sex scenes? <laughs> Then watch The Magicians. <laughs> Only on Netflix. No, what I'm saying yeah. is, though, for that sort of shit, though, I, I, I find it not needed. Right. But yet, it didn't seem like it took away from the world that they created. When you take away a, a key element, and obviously The Magicians made up, but Witchblade, right. sex appeal is part of yes, what she is. It is. You, you can't, you can't separate that from the character no. that it's always been. So, we'll see how they do. I... Again, I don't have high hopes for a network version of Witchblade. My only hope is that if this is successful, that will lead into the other properties that go along with the Broken Trinity, specifically the darkness, which they've been trying to do as anything but a video game for a really long time now, (laughs) and they just can't get it off the ground. The video game is pretty amazing, but uh, a movie or a TV show would be nice if they could do it right. So, yeah. No more TV news, though. I think that was it for the week. Yeah. Uh, there is one other. Oh. There's the clip for uh, Archie oh. that came out showing, uh, introducing Veronica. Yeah. You mean Riverdale? For Riverdale, yes. yes. Twin Peaks meets Riverdale. Which yeah. um, comes out on the 27th, so it'll the first episode will have already premiered by the time you're listening to this podcast, so... What day is that? If you watched it, that that's tomorrow, oh, Friday. Tomorrow. Um, so, the if you watch it, people listening at home, let us know what you think because I'm not gonna watch it until people tell me that it's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, a part of me wants to watch it because it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Part of me also doesn't want to watch it because I feel like. Why am I, as a grown man, watching a teenage drama? Because it's... And why am I not wearing pants? <laughs> <laughs> because it's Archie meets Twin Peaks. It Don't is, you want to see what that's like? It is, like, just being <laughs> a little bit... I've always dreamed of. Just being a little bit older. Like, when I was a kid, I loved Dawson's Creek. And this looks like it's a darker Dawson's Creek. I don't want to wait Yeah. for our lives to be it's over. So but, like, now, looking at this, I'm seeing, like, more what my parents saw when they saw me watching that, where it's like, yeah, they're not sophomores in high school. <laughs> Weren't you pissed they're, when you found out like Dawson 25. didn't own the creek? <laughs> 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 wow you guys are on your own on that i yeah. never watched dawson's creek it was a great show you and your I lady dramas um uh marvel is coming back to console gaming yes, yes back in the day they had a plethora of video games yes the dreaded uh x-men game for S- sega where no one could get fucking past Mojo's World because they didn't know they had to actually reset their console. Right. Fuck that game <laughs> in my childhood because of it. But well, I did love the verse games, and especially Marvel vs. Capcom. Oh, yes. That was one of my favorite games at the arcade. 
But and I for me, I haven't even realized how long they've been missing. I know. It's been quite a it few years. It has been a while. I feel like um, there was a really shitty uh, Avengers game that came out right around the time the first Avengers movie came out, and it wasn't it wasn't a, a game that was made by people who make really good games. It was one of those games that was made because there was a movie also done. Like those shitty movie-based games that yeah. nobody likes, Yeah. but for some reason they still make a shit ton of them. That's the last one I can remember. I was thinking about that too, like what video game movie video games have come out recently that people really did like. And one thing that popped in my head though was actually the Lego games, like because they did a Lego X Men or not no, Lego the, Marvel. They have DC. It's DC. I yeah. thought they did. Well, they did Lego Batman, but they also did one with. Nah, nope, they haven't done. They didn't do Marvel. Nope. I could have sworn I They've saw done... one with Wolverine. Well, now he's going to look on Google I'm gonna, and school cause... us. I know they've done Star Wars. They've done Lego Indiana Jones. They've done Lego Batman. They've done Lego Harry Potter. They've done Lego Lord of the Rings. I stopped playing them after that. They have Lego Dimensions out now, which isn't based on any movie property. But those are... those. Are, you can't count those as games based on <laughs> movies. Because those are Lego games, and the Lego games are amazing. <laughs> Well, fucking, uh, I just love the, the Spider-Man games. The, from the original, from the... Like, from the other Spider, like, from the original Spider, like, original the movies. The ones that are, are, um, the vo- Bruce Campbell does all the narrating for, those ones? No, the open sandbox ones. Right. Yeah. From the original movies? Yeah. Yeah, Bruce Campbell does all the narrating for those. I can't fucking remember that far back. Lego Marvel Superheroes. The game? The game, yes. Yeah, it he's had, right. I remember that from the yeah, story. Yeah, what, Iron what, Man. Hulk. What 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 console? It's all of them. What? Yeah. No, let's have him say it. <laughs> he has to look it up. It's PS4, doesn't... Xbox One, PS3, 360, and okay. we, and probably we. Um, yeah, just have to hit more. Wow, Xbox One and PS4. They probably upgrade. I mean, it's probably like playable on those. Okay, well, this isn't like Square Enix type though. Gaming, the Lego games. Well, maybe yeah. not. No, 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 no. Yeah, they're I, they're good. But you, I don't know if you've ever played them, not, but they are pretty good. Right, but this this new game that's coming out is yeah, um, definitely of a higher quality than any of the the games that we're talking about currently. Um, this is going to be more on the level of like Injustice. Like DC has Injustice. That game is amazing. Now that is a a fighting game. I don't know if this is... They haven't released any details. They've released a very uh, short trailer that doesn't give you any information. It has a woman who I'm presuming is Black Widow. She kind of sounds like somebody yeah, pretending to be Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Doing a narration. And it shows all this rubble with like Thor's hammer and Iron Man's um, gauntlet and Cap's shield all laid in this rubble and then at the end she's like the thing we need to do next is reassemble and then it's hashtag reassembled so who knows what that means but this is supposed to take place within the marvel movie universe so not so a movie not, yeah so they're not starting out their own marvel interactive right. universe or anything so not not to be based on not based on a movie that they've done to be 
part of the universe. Like so to, like to add on to yeah. the the stuff that's happened in the movies and on the TV shows and stuff. Which that kind of makes sense. Like if if they do retire some of the cast after the Avengers movies. Live forever in a video game. Yeah, yeah they can live forever in a video game. <laughs> so do yeah. you... Josh and I were talking about this, <laughs> and I said, didn't they do an Avengers reassembled comic book series? And he looked at me like I was speaking to him in Spanish. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Was it anything like Scott Pilgrim? <laughs> <laughs> um, can I feel like you would know this, though. They, the reassembled? Yeah. Yeah, because they had... That was... The big starting of a lot of when they had the the Marvel plan and they actually planned out events once a year and then shit from those events happened and it wasn't an event every three months mm-hmm. when Marvel was good. Yeah, they had uh, Avengers disassembled yes. where they all broke up. And then they had Marvel, like, actually they were di- broken up for like two or three years, but then when they finally came back, Marvel, uh, Avengers assembled. Yeah. Ah, yes. <laughs> Shut up! You don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm wondering if this is going to bring them. Maybe they're doing this to bring them back together before Infinity War, after Civil War, when they've split. You know, because they're operating in two different areas now. You've got Tony's team and Cap's team. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this video game is meant to tie the two teams back together, so that when Infinity War happens, there's not a huge gaping plot hole. <laughs> when did, did, did it give like an idea for the release date? No, it didn't. Because I wouldn't be surprised, considering Thor's hammer is in there, it's probably going to be after Ragnarok comes out. Well, yeah, Ragnarok comes out this year. Yeah. So, this game isn't going to be done by then. No. Takes a while to make a video. I don't know if you but know it, this. <laughs> it takes a while to make a video game. I don't, really, I don't yeah. know if you know this, but there's a Lego Marvel Superheroes <laughs> video game. <laughs> All right, asshole. <laughs> I'm going to try to be Lindsay, too, but I'm sick, so I don't know what I'm saying. You actually do a better job now. <laughs> <laughs> going to try to get her laugh, though. I'll never get that down. No, it's very unique. It's all on its own. You can't. It's her fingerprint. Oh, well, right before we get to some booze and a book, oh, we have a booze, unless you had something pertinent. Well... Lindsay actually found a pretty interesting story. I don't know if you want to go into it. Yeah, I do want to talk about this. But let's talk about Tony's beer first, because I was also really excited about this. All right. (laughs) So, uh, Terrapin Beer Company, uh, the other year, released the Walking Dead beer, which was a limited blood orange IPA. This year, they're... blood, the Walking Dead. Yeah. I don't think Josh is that dumb. I mean, I know you told Orange, me, but... Like oranges. <laughs> They're coming out with uh, a beer this February called Lucille. Lucille, is, uh, which is the weapon... On the bottle, it says, is the weapon of choice, and inside this bottle, it's an imperial stout brewed with black sta- blackstrap molasses and vanilla. Which sounds delicious. Swinging for the fences, we age this beer on hickory, maple, and white ash... The three woods that are used to produce baseball bats. Big and menacing, its flavors hit hard. That's awesome. That sounds amazing. I know. And I like, well, I like limited release beers. Who doesn't? That's a beer drinker. But also when it's themed around comic books. 
Well, and they put a lot of, that's, I mean, they put a lot of thought into this one. Not that they didn't put a lot of thought into it. Not that anybody who makes beer doesn't put a lot of thought into it. But they aged Some it. Note. They aged it with, in woods that are used to make baseball bats. Like, that's pretty awesome. Was it maple, ash, and something else? Spruce? Well, it's hickory, maple, and white ash. Hickory, maple, and yes. white ash. Yeah. The, um, I'm just hoping that the bottles are, like, wrapped in barbed wire. Oh, yeah, they're definitely going to be. Yeah. <laughs> and are those returnable in the machines? <laughs> well, they're not from Michigan, so they're not returnable here anyway. Uh, you don't know. <laughs> possible all right on to our final news story which is my favorite news story of the week josh you yes. want to you want to you were sounded excited to talk about this one well you you, you go oh ahead. my god okay fine I, I, i'm gonna let you so in deal, weird I'm news this week and this isn't names. even this isn't even comic book it is comic book related in that it is a story about marvel's chairman um, whose name is Isaac Perlmutter, which I love saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is oh my laugh. god, it was like hearing it in stereo. <laughs> that does not sound like me. <laughs> it was dead on. <laughs> that does not I'm gonna sound pull, like I'm me. Gonna pull a I'm going to pull a Tony and just, Tony stop, and just stop, stop talking. talking. <laughs> Damn it, I can't mock you. <laughs> I can't mock you when you don't talk. <laughs> All right. If we're ready, and Tony's done pulling his shenanigans. Um, yes, I was born not ready. She'll get you sick again. <laughs> I'm going to try to get her sick it again. It doesn't work that way. It was amazing that I got sick in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Isaac Perlmutter, who is the entertainment chairman at Marvel... Has, is pursuing a claim against a man who he says stole his wife's and his DNA secretly. Which sounds like the plot of a Marvel comic book. But this story is just, just so full of intrigue. So, <laughs> Isaac. Tell me. <laughs> Isaac. What, what is this other man's name? I'm getting there. Oh, okay. Isaac lives next to a man in Florida whose name is Harold Pierenboom. So we got Perlmutter and Pierenboom. That's a court case for you. <laughs> that Marvel alliteration. <laughs> yeah. So Pierenboom filed a case against Perlmutter because he says that Perlmutter was telling everybody that he was a racist. And a he started a hate mail campaign yeah, against him because one of Perlmutter's friends ran the tennis courts at the condos that they lived in, and the other guy decided that he didn't like this woman, so he was going to try and get her kicked out of her job. So she filed a suit against him, and then that's when the guy started getting hate mail. So then he took Perlmutter to court... For defamation, because he was saying that he was a racist. and Which, like, if you're getting the mail mailed to you saying you're racist, is that really defamation? <laughs> no. Because, <laughs> like, it's one thing if he, when I was reading it, it sounded like he started a hate mail campaign where he went down to Staples, 
got <laughs> some prints some prints made up and started doing some mailings to the neighborhood that could be that could be so i'm so i'm a little bit lost so yes the person that is being called the racist is not Here the ceo no. is not of marvel it's I, the, guy the ceo is the yeah. one yes. making that happen yes. okay so originally Pierre and Boom filed a claim against Perlmutter, who is the Marvel CEO or chief entertainment guy, yeah. and for uh, libel or defamation. Defamation. Gosh, and you really pay attention to Josh. <laughs> while this suit was going on, supposedly Pierre and Boom hired somebody to snatch up like cups and stuff from the trial. To snag the DNA off of them for the Isaac's Isaac and his wife. I don't know what they needed the DNA for. It was, it was uh, so that they could test one of the envelopes, oh, implicating Perlmutter's wife. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So now, and, and Florida is one of the few states that forbids unauthorized harvesting and testing of individuals' genetic material. Ha, harvest. So keep that in mind when you go down there. Nobody can steal your DNA. <laughs> so Perlmutter now is is, your consent. <laughs> is trying to file a suit because this guy stole I have his open DNA. <laughs> <laughs> Steal my DNA. So yeah, so now yeah. So they're... but the important part about this, besides the fact that this is awesome and really crazy to listen to and should be made into a comic and I really hope that Marvel snatches up this opportunity to kind of make fun of themselves a little bit but they probably won't um, this could set legal precedent because there's never been a case to determine if people's genetic material is personal property personal you would property, think it's yeah. their you would person think, but there's this, no precedent this whole thing starts with tennis this, yeah with, with <laughs> Paramboom being like I want to go play tennis at ten o'clock or something. I have no idea what his problem. He wanted was. to, so there's this. He found out yeah. that this one woman was running their tennis courts for ten years, yeah. and he decided that he wanted to make it for open bidding. Like he wanted yeah. to put the the why? Why would he? Who the fuck cares? It's like it's like at my condo. <laughs> this guy's right doing now. this other yeah. guy for stealing his DNA. The, That's um, the important part. <clears throat> I know, but then, yeah, and it just turns into this huge so. thing. One thing I did think was funny, they they point out that Pearl Mutter is a longtime friend of Donald Trump. This is the Marvels guy. The Marvels guy, yeah. And he's um appears posed, poised to uh, serve as the administration's key advisor on veteran affairs. Meanwhile, Perrin Boom... Is being represented by Mark Kasowitz, um, who's basically one of Trump's go-to men for advice on hard-fought oh, legal bodies. Trump be Trump. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it all comes down to. So that was our intrigue in the comics this week. <laughs> yeah, you just like saying those names. That had nothing to do with comics. <laughs> no, it had to do with Marvel. It was it was, it was Marvel it news. Was Marvel really. It's yeah. not like there's a personal a matter to me. <laughs> it is a personal matter, but it's still awesome. And it should be a comic book. For so, getting a cup of saliva? Just the whole the whole thing. I it mean, could be just could, one issue. Yeah, they could put people in capes. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to say those names though. Those are yeah. pretty fun. I know, those are really Pearl awesome. Pearl Mutter V Pirin. They boom. totally sound like something out of um out of uh that 
we were just talking about it. I can't think of it. His mind blanked. Lemony Snicket. Oh, Lemony Snicket. Series of unfortunate events. Series of unfortunate events. Totally sounds like names out of that. Yeah. Well, Tony's over here slowly dying, so we should probably wrap up. (laughs) Wrap this up. I have booze in a book this week. Booze in a book. The book is Commandi Challenge Number One. And if you guys don't know who Commandi is, he was a character created by Jack Kirby in the seventies. He is a hero in a post-apocalyptic future. So he wears a little animal skin loincloth. Other than that, he's mostly naked. He is pretty awesome. Locks of blonde hair. So he's just a, you know, credit to the Aryan race there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I'm actually really intrigued by this book because the whole concept of it is it's a team 14 teams of writers and artists who each team does an issue and they end the issue in a cliffhanger and then the next team has to resolve the cliffhanger before they can start their own story and it's not supposed to be like a continue like each one is supposed to be its own separate story so it's not like they're writing a continuing story they're going to be like little each one's going to be a different episode but the person who writes Episode two has to finish episode one before they can start their episode. And then it goes all the way down to the end. Except the last person, I'm presuming, gets to finish their own story? How's it going to work? It's just going to end on a cliffhanger. It'll be him literally hanging from a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) Or gets in the time machine to start the week over. And you see him coming out of the... Going into a building, which then the first... It's going to be circular. Yes. That would be pretty awesome, actually. So I'm pairing this with Finn du Bond, which is a Belgian-style triple. It's from Canada. Finn du Bond, in case you guys don't speak French, means the end of the world. And since our buddy Commandi lives in a post-apocalyptic future, sounds like a perfect pairing to me. Plus, Finn du Bond is delicious. Just like this book, I think, is going to be so... There you go. It's going to be delicious. It's going to be delicious. That's all I got. Booze in a book. All right. I was going to do this in Goofy's voice, but my, my throat and You're, nose is just you, so... He's failing fast, you guys. Fucked up. <laughs> but if we listen to each other's hearts, we'll find we're never too far apart. And maybe love is the reason why, for the first time ever, we're seeing it eye to eye. Ha <laughs> ha! From a Goofy movie. Oh. <laughs> Fucking one of my favorite movies. Now I wish you would have done that in Goofy's Power, voice. Yeah. I should have said Powerline, because that was his song, but... Aww. So Goofy didn't really say it, but Powerline did. And I definitely mm. can't hit his high notes, so I can't say it in his voice. No. It was a Michael Jackson-like character. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Tev Campbell. We'll Tevin, see. Tevin Campbell? Yeah. That was the voice of it. Oh. I love that movie. Fact, fact drop. I am so going to get my picture taken with Goofy. <laughs> I'm going to get them all sick down there, too. Disney's going to be closed. He's coughing his mouth. <laughs> oh, God. All right, well, stay thirsty for Tony's adventures in Disney World. 